Welcome to episode 16 of Small Talk, the Smallgan Real Estate Podcast. I'm Jeremy Clark. I'm filling in for Mike today. I'm the marketing director here, and we are here with Pat Avila. What's up, Pat? How we doing? Solid. How are you? Good, man. Glad to be here. All right. So, Pat, Pat is from California, moved to Grand Rapids for college, and now you're taking the popcorn world by storm. Yeah, we're trying, you know, new business, and really looking forward to opening up and just excited to see what this new chapter in life brings. Yeah, can you tell us about the venture and how you got inspired to do it? Yeah, so Pop Notch uh, got the idea from a small uh, farm town in Illinois. Uh, the main business was Cranky Mike's, started by this individual, Chris. Um, she kind of set up a really cute little popcorn shop in this town of 3,000 people. And she was a, a family friend of my wife's and kind of knew her through mutual connections. And... Um, she just had something going on down in this small little farm town that just didn't really make sense to me. Uh, she just sold a lot of popcorn. Everybody talked about her popcorn and just kind of had this buzz around her um, and kind of got me interested on why is her popcorn so good? How is she so successful in a small town? And that kind of got my mind thinking of, you know, maybe if I started this in a bigger town of Grand Rapids, say, you know, 250,000 people, they can kind of create uh a fun environment, a cute little area where people enjoy shopping and experiencing things, then I might be on to something big here. So for sure. So did you like talk to her or yes. are you serving like the same exact popcorn or what's the deal there? Yeah. So I talked to her. I actually shadowed her for a weekend to see if the business was viable. Like I had no idea what went into making gourmet popcorn. I mean, I'm super novice at this sure. and it was just kind of a business idea um, to see if I could get it going. So went there and toured her facility. It's a small little uh, church turned into a popcorn shop. So very small, uh, but had all this equipment in there. And, you know, when I first went in there, if I was going to be overwhelmed at any point where the process of making it or anything like that was too complicated for me, then it probably wasn't going to be viable. But after watching her make it and the ingredients she used, I was kind of like, this is what it is. Like, this is it. And she's like, yep, this is what we do. And I'm like, I think this is possible. And I think someone who has no experience, but passionate about it could actually get it going, make some good popcorn. And yeah. Yeah. You mentioned uh, gourmet popcorn. What, yep. does that, what does that mean? Gourmet popcorn? Yeah. Gourmet is basically handcrafted. So we're doing everything from popping the seed in house to mixing the oil and seasonings together to make sauces for the popcorn. We're bagging it by hand. We're hand drizzling it with chocolate. Um, so I guess gourmet is just putting the love in it by actually making it, doing it, and seeing somebody do it like you would go into a restaurant, right. gourmet spot where someone's you know putting time and effort into creating a good meal for you. Yeah. Um, and is it just you making the popcorn or you got a team or what's going on there? Yeah. So on the operation side, it's just me and another employee, Graham, who I just hired and is making popcorn for me this week. But um, it's kind of been a team effort to get this whole thing started. I have to uh, point out my wife, Paige, who did a fantastic job of designing 
the entire space, which I think appeals to a lot of people. Gourmet, gourmet popcorn appeals to people, but when you step into an inviting um, area and space, I think that even adds more elements to the business. Nice. Did she, uh, your wife, make that logo as well? I see it on your hat there. And yep. I like it. Yep. So I like to tag her as the CMO, the chief marketing officer. She's a graphic designer by trade, but is in the, uh, um, what's the world you want to design world of homes? Like interior design? Yep. Interior design. And she just has a really good eye for, for things like that and is very creative and artistic and create the logo, created all my labels for the popcorn, uh, again, created the interior space, so she's got uh, the eye for it all. Yeah, sounds like a nice team member to have. Yeah, I bet big. you got a little lucky there. Yeah. Uh, so where's, where's the shop located? The shop's located on uh, 746 Wealthy Street is the address. Uh, if you're familiar with the area, it's Wealthy and Eastern are the cross streets. Um, right across from Lee and Birch, a clothing store okay. down there. So. It's kind of in that fun East Town area that's kind of hopping and jiving with Donkey, right. uh, Winchester. There's a lot of restaurants. Stouffer Home is a big interior design shop down there. So kind of a well-traveled path for um, Southeast Michiganders in Grand Rapids. Yeah, for sure. That's that's a cool area. Lots of cool like arch- architecture and all those buildings. Yeah, real old school feel. Road. Yep. Are yep. you on the brick road? No, we're not on the brick. Thank- thankfully. Okay. I might lose a wheel if I keep <laughs> okay. driving down. <laughs> that, that's, that's a good point. Good point. Um, what flavors of popcorn are you making? I, yeah. I know you mentioned some chocolate, but... Yep, so we're, we're doing eight flavors. Uh, we're doing... Let me use my fingers. Caramel. Caramel cheddar, the infamous Chicago mix, they like to call it. Um, we're doing a dill pickle, which is pretty unique. Uh, we're doing uh, cheddar, cheddar jalapeno, which is a fun little spice added. Um, kettle corn, your standard sugar and salt. Um, movie theater style, so a mimic of you going to the movie theater and getting popcorn. I'll be making the same type. And then a fun raspberry kettle corn with... Um, chocolate drizzle on top and freeze-dried raspberry pieces added on top. So that's kind of ultra gourmet right there, just getting into the chocolate and making it the presentation look really nice. Yeah, Where were the samples that you brought in? Did you forget those? I or? forgot the samples. I actually have a ton at the shop, and mm-hmm. I kicked myself. Likely story. Not bringing anything. They don't have labels on them, but you could see the pretty popcorn in the bag. Nice. Um, so... What do you think your business can do for the community? Like, um, what, what's your goal to get to the community and get people in there? Yeah, I think the main focus for the community is just to create a fun environment for people to come in and experiencing experience something new. So a unique thing we did with the layout of the shop was we made it an open kitchen. So when you walk in, you'll actually be able to see what a full gourmet popcorn shop looks like and how it's ran on a daily basis. So whether that's from the 60 ounce kettle popping the popcorn out and going onto the table and us sifting it to the caramelizer, um, pouring out, you know, caramel popcorn and you're watching us move it around and coating the popcorn in tumblers, watching it spin and watching us drizzle it. So I thought that would be a, a great environment for anybody who's new to the Grand Rapids area or who's a local just to come in, have something fun to watch while getting a fun product and, enjoying the space that we created yeah i'm seeing it right now dessert and a show exactly i like it yeah i like it a lot yep um 
Are you guys open already? Or? No, we're not open yet. Uh, we just passed all of our final inspections, which was a long process. Right. But um, hopefully this week is all training with my new employee, Graham. And then uh, potentially next week, we'll be opening the doors to the public to start selling some gourmet popcorn. Super excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to stop by. I might just be breaking down the door and when you open. <laughs> that's going to be me. Right. Please do. Right. So, I mean, you're not open yet, but yep. what have you been doing to just spread the word so far? Like. Obviously, you can't quite have customers yet because you're not open, but yeah. how do you think it'll turn into getting actual customers? Yeah, so a lot of it's just been word of mouth, me talking to my friends and trying to, you know, get the word out to them to tell their people. And I've been making, you know, test batches and giving out popcorn and just saying, hey, you know, give this to whoever you want to. I've been trying to give it to everybody I see. Um, we have all the social media channels, uh, or not all of them, but Instagram is the main one right now. Um, as things probably get rolling, I'm sure there'll be TikToks and reels and all that fun stuff of videos. Oh, yeah. Cause there's a lot of content to create while you're, you know, in a fun atmosphere making the popcorn. So right now it's just Instagram to pop notch goods is the name you could follow us, which is, which would be awesome. Um, I will. yeah. So that's how I'm trying to get the word. I really feel like uh, just reaching out to your community that you have and then them expressing their desire to go and them telling other people is a great way to, you know, get the buzz around and get people in. Yeah. Um, so you said your inspections took forever. Um, what's been the hardest thing to try to get the doors open? Would you say it's was the inspections? Yeah, I would just say getting into this, um, it's easy to walk into a restaurant and just be like, Oh, this is awesome. It's here. But actually looking behind the curtain and understanding all the processes that need to happen, the people you need to talk to the equipment you need to get. Um, there's just a lot to it that you don't really know until you start, you know, digging that hole. So, uh, that's kind of been the longest is just, you know, dealing with contractors. It's been crazy. Everybody's working, like crazy. Um, hard to find good people to work for you. So just, uh, yeah, really just getting people in the door to do work and it takes time. I mean, I was a little naive to think this would take six months. It's taken almost a year now, but, um, you know, patience has been a, a huge thing I've had to learn in this time of life as I start to open this business. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what's a piece of advice you'd give to somebody like thinking about opening a business in Grand Rapids? Yeah. Um, go for it. First off, um, if you have the opportunity and the means to do it, uh, definitely just take that, that leap and bet on yourself. I think that's, uh, something I had to convince myself of doing is like just saying, Hey, you know, I like to bet on myself. I don't want to bet on anybody else, but I think also, um, getting a lot of mentors around you and people in the field of either owning their own business or having success in business. Um, I've really tried to surround myself with people who are go-getters that, you know, want to make themselves better by making everybody else better. And I think that's, uh, kind of why I wanted to get into this. And again, like I said, bet on myself to do this and be successful. So surrounding yourself with people is, is massive. Yeah. So, sounds massive. Yeah. Um, so you, you were talking about your inspiration for this whole shop was a little popcorn shop in the middle of Illinois. Why do you think Grand Rapids was the spot to bring that to? Yeah. So 
it's where I live. So that's one of the easiest things to do. Um, and I think it's a great community. Um, they really focus on local and I think creating a local brand within this Grand Rapids community goes a long way to, um, a lot of people and just, um, yeah, being there for them, I guess, and just creating that environment and fun experience, stuff like that. So what part, what part of Grand Rapids do you live in and what do you like about that part? Yeah. So I live in the Southeast side, uh, over by Calvin college, um, off Burton and go Knights, baby. yeah, go Knights, ride or die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of find myself there right after college. I got a job and got married to my wife, Paige. Um, I moved from California, as you said, and never looked back going there. I, I think I just fell in with, fell in love with the Midwest lifestyle, um, seasons are wonderful. I've gotten into hunting and fishing, just being outdoors. I'm not saying California isn't a great place for the outdoors, but I just like the change of pace. Um, yeah, it is pretty, pretty slow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just, uh, yeah, good people, good place to live. It's really, really a good spot for young professionals. I think it's a community that you can start in and grow up in and, you know, move up the the ladder per se. Um, and start a family. I think it's got everything you need for a young college graduate to settle and to make a life for yourself. Yeah. Um, so if you had to say one place was your favorite place in Grand Rapids besides pop notch goods, of course, what would it be? Hmm. A golf course, probably. Is any of them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kaufman. Kaufman golf course. Yeah. I'm a big golfer. Love it. Um, yeah, just like being outside. So yeah, gotta love the public courses. Exactly, here for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what would you say to somebody thinking about moving to Grand Rapids? I would say, come on by. I mean, it's a well kept secret, so I don't want to broadcast it to everybody. <laughs> but uh, no, I just think it's a, a wonderful place to live. I think there's um, great opportunities here. There's a bunch of breweries, restaurants, and popcorn lot, shop. Yeah, pop new popcorn shop. Come check it out. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of, uh, attractive things here and community things like art prize and how the city kind of, um, creates things for its community, which is, which is pretty fun to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. Um, is your family still out in California or have they migrated out here as well? Or Yeah. So actually my parents, Rich and Mary, they just moved out to Caledonia, Michigan this past February. So they've almost been here a year. It's been a huge move. Everybody asks why, but I think they were just ready for a change of pace and wanted to be closer to me, I guess. But we did unfortunately leave a sister in California, um, but they're doing their thing down there and maybe in the future they'll move out. Uh, to hear, but yeah. Yeah. Um, did your parents fall in that category of, they just, they bought their house in California a long time ago and now they look at the Michigan house prices and they're just dumbfounded on yep. what they can afford. Exactly. What they can afford yep. There. Exactly. They yeah. see the opportunity. Yeah. I think that's a thing that's happening with a lot of people in California right yeah. now. I mean, obviously they're not all coming to Michigan, but totally. I've been seeing them move out to, you know, Arizona, Nevada, Texas, Texas yeah. all that stuff. But I'm glad they chose Michigan and yeah. they're here with you. Yeah, I'm excited that they're here too. Yeah, You mentioned hunting, fishing, and golf. Uh, what else do you like to do in your free time? Yeah, I love to play music. I play bass guitar. Um, I'm in a local band, The Bars. Shout out. <laughs> All right, have to check it out. Yeah, we, uh, we just get together, play music, just like doing it. 
don't play a lot of shows, but just enjoy getting together, playing music. Um, what else do I like to do? I like to go on walks around the neighborhoods. One of my, or Paige and I's favorite thing to do is just go on walks and just check out all the old, old homes around the neighborhoods and just see all the unique character that uh, Grand Rapids has to provide and um, yeah, go out and eat, drink good beer. I mean, there's a ton of good beer around here. Good, good spot for that. Yeah, good restaurants. So just really just being out and about and enjoying what's around us. Nice. Um, you like to travel or anything? Like what's the coolest spot you've ever been to? Uh, I would say Jackson Hole, Wyoming is the coolest spot I've ever been to. The It's big country out there. Mm-hmm. Just the Grand Tetons, all the buffalo roaming around. Uh, it's just a beautiful place to be and um, you feel very small in such a vast place. Right. You ever been out of the country? Uh, yeah, I've been to Peru. Uh, my Sick. wife, yeah, my wife studied there. That was pretty cool. Um, went there for two weeks, went to Machu Picchu. Wonderful. Uh, been to Spain, Mexico. Um, so yeah, I've been out of the country a couple of times, but cool. I don't know. There's something about, uh, out West that gets you. Yeah. Uh, kind of want to be a cowboy, but <laughs> I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can really be a cowboy in Michigan, but pretty close. We'll right? try. Yeah, <laughs> you're pulling it off. Right? Yeah. Um, so you said when you were giving advice to people um, thinking about opening up a business, you know, whether in Grand Rapids or not, um, to surround yourself with like knowledgeable people mm-hmm. and mentor types. Uh, who's the most influential person in your life? Uh, I would say in this process, it'd be my father-in-law, Jeff. He's a very successful entrepreneur and was kind of the person who gave me the encouragement to do this. Um, it's kind of a tall task to undertake. Um, and just to have somebody in your corner, uh, to push you and who has been successful and kind of knows the routes, um, has been super influential, but also my parents and just being encouraging and raising me to, uh, I would say just have a lot of responsibility over what, decisions you're going to make. I remember my dad always saying, you know, good and wise decisions. Uh, and I just remember taking that to heart every single day. And, you know, if you do good things, I feel like good things will happen to you. You know, bad things do happen, but if you stay on the right track, generally going to come out uh, better on the other side. So just, yeah, my parents and in-laws, they really have, uh, in-laws have really taken me under and, you know, been my parents when my parents weren't around and my parents have always been there for me and been super encouraging. So I just say my family in general. Yeah. Nice. Um, so coming with an entrepreneur, I'm sure it can be hard to, you know, turn off the entrepreneur part of your life. Sure. Like I'm sure at this point you're always thinking business yeah. and popcorn think what's my next move. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you maintain like a work-life balance while managing all that? Yeah, that's something I got to probably do better at. Um, since it's all new and I'm passionate about it and I'm really ready to get going, it's uh, kind of on the forefront of my mind. But like you said, you need a balance of that. And uh, I think a lot of that's just going to come from experience, you know, working every single day, being in tune with my wife, Paige, and us talking and making time for each other. So I really don't know what it's going to look like, but, um, yeah, looking forward to the opportunity to, you know, kind of manage that in my life to get good at it and, uh, not just be all about business because life's more than just numbers and being successful. It's about community stewardship responsibilities Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that there's, uh, 
I'm sure that's the work-life balance is something that successful entrepreneurs have had to master. Totally. And, you know, the most successful people are also, like, the most giving people. Yeah. So, yeah. it's uh, I'm sure it's not easy to figure out the work-life balance, but yeah, yeah, and I those think it, who do. Yeah, and I think it comes situation by situation. Every person's different. I mean, um, every relationship's different. So just kind of reading that and um, having good conversations and just understanding your situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there any questions that I didn't ask that you would like to answer or anything that you'd like to bring up? Um, I don't think so. I'm just super excited to be a part of this Grand Rapids community of business owners and uh, new kid to the block. So, yeah, just looking forward to uh, getting going and appreciate you, you know, giving me a chunk of time to talk about business and life and things like that. So, yeah, of course. Um, can you remind us your shop's address and do you guys have hours figured out yet or not quite? Yeah. So the address is 746 Wealthy Street. Easier to remember, Wealthy and Eastern. Just a couple of shops down from the corner there. Um, hours of operation will be Tuesday through Saturday, Sunday, Monday closed. Opening, this is tentative, but opening 10 to open at 10, closing at 8. So hoping to get the. Uh, the traffic after dinner for a, a sweet treat when you're heading home. All right. Um, yeah. Thanks a lot, Pat. Yeah. It, yeah. It was awesome having you come down and check out what we got going on here. And yeah. I really appreciate you coming Appreciate on. it, Jeremy. Thanks for your time and uh, asking these good questions. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Small Talk Podcast, everybody. Make sure to like, subscribe, and check out our earlier episodes. We will see you next time. Thanks, Pat. Thank you.